Welcome to the High Vibe Weight Loss Podcast, where you'll learn how to release the weight and manifest the body and life of your dreams. Every episode, I will be sharing tips, stories, strategies, and guidance that will help you align mind, body, and spirit so you can finally overcome your food and body struggles and fully show up as the high vibe woman you were destined to be. I'm your host, Janice Holt. Now let's get started. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to the High Vibe Weight Loss Podcast. So today I'm going to share with you seven killer weight loss tips that I've learned over my seven years as a holistic nutrition coach. And for those of you who don't know my background, I became a certified holistic nutritionist in 2016 while I was still working my corporate job as a marketing director for Coca-Cola. And shortly after I quit my decade and a half year long career promoting unhealthy foods and drinks, I started doing the exact opposite and helping people eat healthier to create healthy lives. And after my seven years working in family nutrition from fertility to postpartum, and of course in weight loss, I've learned a lot about not only how to eat, but also, and most importantly, how to actually eat it and do the things that we feel is right for us. I talk a lot about how the problem most people have with losing weight isn't that they don't know how to eat so much as it is they can't seem to eat the way that they want. If weight loss is 95% nutrition and 5% exercise, the reality is it's 100% mindset and the way you think and the way your brain works that actually gets you the results. So my list today of the seven killer weight loss tips will combine all three of these areas, nutrition, movement, and how to think. And I'm going to warn you right now, this is going to be a bit longer than my normal podcast episodes because I have so much that I want to share here with you guys today and in detail so you can actually use this to move forward in your weight loss journey. So my very first weight loss tip is understand how your brain works and get it on board with your weight loss goals. So I could honestly do an entire podcast series on this topic, but to give you the biggest nugget from this tip today, I want to tell you that if you get your brain working for you, weight loss will be easy. But if your brain is fighting you throughout your weight loss journey, it's going to be a losing battle. Your brain is responsible for you actually taking the action. But it's not like you can just tell your brain what to do and it will make your body do it. If that were true, then we would always follow through on every goal, every diet, every plan, and every strategy that we've ever made for ourselves. But of course, we don't do that. When it comes to losing weight, we fall off the wagon, we cheat, we slip up, we forget to do the things we said we were going to do, and we go back to our old familiar habits. And that is because the brain has its own agenda. And that agenda is not to do whatever you say just because you said so. Your brain's agenda is to seek pleasure, avoid pain, 
and use up as little energy as possible. Your brain wants you to feel good, not feel bad, and save energy. It actually sounds like a good thing, right? So your brain is driven by hits of pleasure and enjoyment. It doesn't like to do anything that might be scary or dangerous, but it's actually pretty lazy. And it's like this because your brain's main goal is to keep you safe and alive. It honestly has the best intentions for you. And you can't change your brain's main goal goal. It's actually instinctual. So it's the primitive brain. It's the brain before we developed the neocortex and our thinking and strategic brain. It's our instinctual brain that's in charge most of the time. So like a bird that instinctually flies south for the winter or a salmon that has to spawn in the same place that it was born or a mama bear that fiercely protects its cub. It's actually in its nature and you can't change your brain's nature, but you can use its nature to get what you want. So think about for a second, a typical diet where you deprive yourself of all your favorite things. To the brain, that feels painful and unpleasant. And when you put off getting any kind of pleasure until, you know, you're two months out or you're one year out and you've reached your 10 pound weight loss or your 100 pound weight loss goal, honestly, that's just too far away for your brain because it doesn't want pleasure in the future. It wants pleasure now in this moment, not a year from now, not two months from now. And when you try to change so many things up all at once, like how you eat, what you eat, new recipes, new specialty foods, a new gym routine, like that takes mental and physical energy. All of this is the opposite of what the brain wants. The typical diet culture is painful, it's unenjoyable, and it's energy draining. So your brain's going to push back every single time. But when you make your weight loss strategy enjoyable, safe, and simple, weight loss becomes easier because the brain's going to back you up. Rather than come up with a million different excuses to quit, to start tomorrow, to start on Monday, to go back to all of your safe habits and routines. So now you're probably asking yourself, okay, but how do I make weight loss enjoyable, safe, and simple? And I'm going to tell you, those are going to be my next three tips. So tip number two is to honor your small wins. If you stuck to your plan today, feel proud of yourself. If you said no to the donuts in the lunchroom, you have to count that as a win. If you are feeling more confident in your clothes, like you have to rock that, notice it, and honor the little successes multiple times a day. So when you do this, your brain gets a hit of pleasure. It releases the feel-good hormone dopamine. It's the same hormone that spikes in your brain when you eat sugar, except instead of getting enjoyment from food, you're training your brain to get enjoyment from positive behavior. So tie as many wins 
and rewards and celebrations into your weight loss journey every single day. Your brain is also going to get used to it and start craving these behaviors more and more. And it's going to want to get its pleasure from doing these good things. Your instinctual brain, your primitive brain doesn't care if it gets pleasure from good or bad actions. It honestly doesn't know the difference and it doesn't understand positive or negative consequences or results. Those things are processes of your thinking brain, your prefrontal cortex, but not from your instinctual brain, which like I said, is in charge of your actions most of the time. And that's why people can get addicted to things that completely ruin their lives, ruin their careers or relationships or families or health, because this part of the brain doesn't judge. It's just looking for pleasure. So you can give it pleasure on purpose in a way that gives you the positive outcome that you want. And bonus points here, if you use a physical reward cue, so the brain can really connect to the rewarding behavior. So not just a feeling, but like a physical action that you do that ties the reward in your brain and in your body. And within my high vibe weight loss method, we use and have developed a reward system that locks this in. Okay, tip number three. Don't change too many things all at once. This is why I'm really fanatic about just doing the most effective things to lose weight and not doing a million different things. The brain hates this because it feels unsafe and it takes up a lot of energy. Plus, you don't need to be doing all the things. You just need to be doing the things that give you the greatest results. So the brain is going to reject trying to do everything all at once, counting calories, counting macros, weighing your food, doing keto with paleo and plant-based and a kitchen clean out. So you don't even know what food you have in the house anymore or how to use it because you've bought all these like new specialty foods that you've never cooked with before. All while trying to avoid doing takeout, avoiding your girls' nights, joining a new gym, you know, trying these new potions and powders, wearing a tummy trainer or whatever you think are all the ways to lose weight. When you try to throw all of that in, your brain is going to reject it and rebel against it. And it's really going to push harder and harder back on the things you're trying to do. The brain is always wary of new things and new experiences. And when the brain is used to doing something, some habit or routine, it gets this certainty and this safety. But when it's going to be doing something different, when you start changing everything up, it's like this giant warning sign that comes to the brain that says, "Eh, eh, something's different, something's abnormal, change is bad. And all of a sudden, it's going to flip into this survival mode and try to put you back into normal or what it's considered normal based on what it's already done before. Safety is what your brain knows already. Safety feels like normal and the same thing you do every day. Scary to the brain is change. Anything that's different could mean danger or death. So just like that salmon that always comes back to the same stream that it was born in order to spawn, that's because it knows that area is safe and it's a good place. That's, 
you know, a better place than trying something new that could be dangerous. That That's life-threatening to like not only the salmon's lineage, but all salmon, if it tried to create a new place every time, try to find a new place every time, also that would be very time consuming. So not only is trying to do new and different things, taking up energy, like physically trying to do all the new things and figure it out, but to the brain, it takes up a lot of energy because the brain needs to create new neural pathways and connections that didn't exist before in order to do the new things. And that takes up energy and the brain doesn't want to use energy. It would rather give you the same familiar excuses to give up, to forget about it, to tell you it's too hard, that it's not worth it. You can't do it. You're destined to be like this. You've always been this way. It's going to want to try and keep you in normal because normal is easy. Normal is safe. So do not try to change too many things all at once. Just do the most effective things. Okay, the next tip is eat enough during your meals. So I used to do this a lot. I would have really low calorie diety like breakfasts, lunches, dinners. And then at some point, my brain would snap and I would find myself binge eating chips or ice cream at night. And that's because A, I wasn't giving myself pleasure during the day, which it was used to getting from food. So now the brain is in wanting pleasure mode, but also my brain reacted to this being unsafe because it was afraid of change and being in scarcity of food. So physiologically, your brain's not going to go into starvation mode just because you ate less a couple of times or even for a few weeks, possibly even months, or because you skipped a meal. But your brain could perceive that as a threat, especially if you've done super low calorie diets in the past. Always make sure that you are eating enough like nutrient dense foods during your meals And that means like you're feeling satisfied 20 minutes after eating a meal and that you're getting a good amount of vitamins and minerals that you need for overall health. Okay, the next tip is to stop snacking. All right, if you're eating enough during your meals that I just talked about, you're not going to need to snack. You're not going to physically need to snack. And if you stop snacking, you're going to give your body a window of time, a chance to use your stored fat as fuel. It'll be using your stored energy that you have in your fat cells to actually fuel your body, fuel your metabolism, fuel your movement, fuel fuel your digestive, fuel your brain which is technically what you need in order to release the weight. You have to eat up your stored fat or what I call eat your leftovers, the leftover food that you've already eaten and have stored for later use. Also, by not snacking, you're giving your body time to repair your hunger hormones like insulin and leptin that are responsible for storing fat and signaling to the brain that you're not hungry because you have enough supply in your cells. So if you stop snacking, it's going to be 
very beneficial for your hunger hormones and give you that window of time to actually use some of your stored fat as energy. Okay, your next tip is to become aware of your emotional and mindless eating habits. So seriously, this one is huge and most people don't want to do this work. They just want to diet. They don't want to go deeper into why are we actually eating. But honestly, if you can recognize when you choose to eat, that is nothing to do with needing nutrients and fuel and everything to do with feelings and unconscious habits, then so much of your weight loss will happen naturally or at least you'll see what the real triggers are so you can get ahead of them. So as you go throughout your day, really spend some time noticing when you're desiring to eat. And when you're going to eat, ask yourself why. Why am I actually hungry? Am I eating because, you know, it's time to eat on the clock. It says noon, so now I have to eat. Am I eating because I always eat during lunch meetings? I always um, eat during movies. When you eat, pay attention to why. Pay attention to how. Are you even enjoying your food? Or are you just shoveling it in your face before you pick up the kids because you're rushing or because you're in a meeting or you know, you're know you on social media? Are you even noticing in your body that you're consuming food? Are you even noticing when you start to feel full or are you too distracted and overeat until you are beyond stuffed? So when you really become aware of your emotions and mindless eating habits, you can see and cut down on a lot of the overconsumption of food that you're not noticing, you're not getting pleasure from, probably didn't even realize that you were doing in some instances, and get in front of some of the reasons why you're doing that in the first place so you can just cut that overeating out. It's very, very simple. You just have to be conscious and paying attention to when you want to eat and why you want to eat. All right, moving on to the next tip. I think we're at number six now. Okay, this tip is fail forward, don't give up. Okay, you are going to mess up in your weight loss journey for sure. You're going to eat something you didn't plan You're going to not plan at all. You're going to cheat. You're going to want to quit. You're going to fail at one or multiple parts of your weight loss journey. And you probably already have in some way, shape, or form, possibly even multiple times. And I want you to know that that is okay as long as you fail forward as long as you learned something, even if it's something that didn't work. Hey, I learned that this doesn't work for me. Hey, I learned that I really hate eating seafood. Hey, I learned that my body does not respond well to over-exercise. Hey, I learned that I'm not going to stick to my plan on a Friday night when I'm going out with the girls if I don't plan ahead of time, right? If I don't do this thing ahead of time, 
I'm likely to fail. I'm likely to cheat. I really need my ice cream on Sunday afternoons with my family. Okay. We can learn. We can factor those things in. We can tweak things as we go. Just don't give up. The only time you really fail is when you quit. Forgive yourself, learn from it, and move forward. Okay, I'm on to number seven, and I realize that I haven't talked about movement, which I said was 5% of your weight loss journey. And so all I want to say here is you do not need exercise to release the weight. It is not one of the most effective tools for weight loss. There is an entire podcast dedicated to why this is, but I would suggest if you're interested in moving your body as a form of exercise because you enjoy it, because you like working out, go ahead and do that. Just make sure that you're not overeating because of it. And if you want to support your weight loss journey through movement, walking is amazing. Gentle yoga is wonderful. Doing things that don't stress you out and push you past the point of anxiety or triggering like a stress response in your body will be really supportive and loving for you. Going much further than that, if you're not used to it, or if you are using food as a way to treat yourself after exercise or eating more because you feel like you have to because you exercise are ways that could sabotage your weight loss efforts. So I would highly suggest you go back and listen to that episode about working out for weight loss if you're interested. Okay, going to number seven and my last killer weight loss tip is decide that you are 100% done with where you are right now. When you change your expectations of yourself, you can't help but change yourself. When you get what you put up with and are not happy with, that is a signal and a sign to make a change. But so much of us, so many of us rather, are so used to just dealing with it, just willing to be willing to put up with things that we are unhappy with. If you're putting up with your current size, shape, and health, but you are not happy with it, you're not going to be able to change it because for you, it's still acceptable. If it were unacceptable for you, you would change it. So right now you might not like your job, but you put up with it. You might not like your car, but you put up with it. But what if you 100% believed that your job or salary or the way that your boss treated you was unacceptable? You would look for another job. You would get another job, right? Everyone has a limit of what is not tolerable for them. When it comes to weight, Maybe being 50 pounds overweight is something that you don't want, but being 150 pounds overweight might be intolerable for you. Like that would never happen. That is unacceptable. It is even impossible. You would never, ever allow yourself to be at that weight. And if for some reason that did happen, you would change that instantly. It can be like that for you right now. You can decide 100% firmly what your line in the sand is. And if you are not happy with your current size, you can change what you tolerate within yourself. 
And I'm not talking about from a shameful place, from a place of hating yourself and feeling like you're not good enough, but from a place of leveling up who you are. Like I have just decided that where I'm at right now is no longer acceptable. I am leveling up to this thing that's your dream body weight size health goal whatever it is okay who I am right now cannot believe that I used to smoke a pack of cigarettes on a party night who I am now would find it unacceptable to be bullied at work like I once was and put up with the standard I have for myself is at another level than it once was because I have decided to change what I am willing to tolerate. What you're unwilling to tolerate will change. So decide that you are done with where you are now with such commitment and determination that you can't help but make positive changes in your life, in your health, in your habits that will drive you to where you want to be. The brain doesn't know the difference between what's reality and what's a thought. So you can honestly think right now that you are done with where you're at, that your expectation for yourself is at a different level that you will no longer tolerate what you have now and that the dream and vision that you have for yourself is who you truly are and your brain's going to get on board with making that your normal, your reality because that's your expectation and what is acceptable for you. All right, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. I hope it was super helpful for you. I want to invite you, if you are finding all of this helpful and you are seriously done struggling with your weight, struggling with overeating, and you want to release the weight for good, I want to invite you to a free coaching call with me. You can go to highviveweightloss.com forward slash call and get all the details inside the website. Thanks very much for joining me, sending you all the high vibes. Take care. If you love what you're learning on the podcast, you have to check out my free course at highviveweightloss.com. In this training, I share with you the three key steps you can do right away that will help you get started releasing the weight and elevating your life. Join the free course, get the complimentary guidebook, and get started at highviveweightloss.com.